1: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, and welcome
2: to round two of the Parenting Roundabout podcast for the week of February 28th. I'm Katherine Haleco, and I'm here with Terry Morrow. Hello. Usually on this podcast, we talk about parenting issues, but once a week, Terry and I like to get together to discuss TV, movies, books, and other entertainment topics, because it's nice to talk about something other than parenting for a change. So this week, we continued with As We See It, the series about young adults with autism, and also The Gilded Age, the series about super rich people and super duper rich people (laughs) in... 1880s new york
1: Uh
2: uh-huh so we're gonna start with the with as we see it Ah. um this was episode four called the Violetini, and it's centered around violet having a birthday party um which proved to be pretty disastrous for
0: two out of three
2: roommates um for jack the um Jack was able to secure a plus one as was required of him and it turned yeah. out to be kind of a nice um, yeah. interaction for him. Uh-huh. Um, but Violet wonder- was yeah. very
1: disappointed
2: oh, with, with the turnout and
1: yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't take long for Selena to stick her foot in it, did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like last week we were saying, honey, this isn't going to go well. And it really right. just immediately did not go well. That Selena is is her brother uh, Violet's brother's yeah. girlfriend. And yeah. Violet had a party full of people from the drama club and her roommates. And what she wanted was the cool girls from work, and her brother's girlfriend, and Julian, the French fry guy, to be there. She was right. not happy to have. The people who show up at your party. Uh-huh. So it was just kind of heartbreaking because you you could just see that train coming way uh-huh. down the line. You knew exactly what was going to happen. And poor Van is trying to, her brother is trying to hold everything together. Mandy has another drama, which we'll talk about, but he's, he's trying to keep everything together. And it's just you know, when the people don't show up, Violet just loses it. And yeah. they were never going to show up. But maybe I Selena know. was going to show up. It's, Selena didn't understand that this was not, hey, this is your, your boyfriend's sister's birthday party. Show up if you can. This was, she is going to expect you. And yes. she is going to fall apart if you don't show up. And I don't think that Selena realizes that. No. And yet. that is so indeed sure what happens. Is, yes. And also, the, of course, the girls from Arby's didn't show up, but the boss did, <laughs> which and fit in, unfortunately, none... very well with the drama club folks. I fear, yes. <laughs> <Violet> dude, <was laughs> none too pleased to see him. So that was all pretty rough and heartbreaking. And you knew it was gonna, where it was going to go. And I kept yep. hoping, well, maybe something will happen. Maybe she'll see, maybe she'll be okay. But of course, she's not going to be. No. I was very, very happy that they ended that, though, with uh, Van and Mandy and Violet going to a carnival of some sort. Yeah, and I thought maybe
2: it was like Santa Monica. Yeah, Pier I think so, or yeah. Something. And
1: just having a great time. And you can see how much Van loves his sister no. and wants her to be happy. And that they didn't end it with a mwah, mwah, poor van. No Van. Nobody but With Yeah, exactly. But with a happy sort of you know, even though she can make things very difficult, he also still loves her and wants to take care of her. Right. And, uh, that was a nice touch, I think, because it could easily have just been doing one more. Nothing I do is, is right for you. I can't take this anymore. Uh So he's a very, very patient man. And, um, you know, it was nice that they ended on a happy note. Although the happiest note for Violet was when Julian texted her back and who boy. That's oh not good. Okay. Um, but uh, Mandy, oh Mandy, 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 Mandy.
2: As we knew would happen, she decides not to go to yes. uh, the Bay Area and take right. the
1: internship and live yeah. with her boyfriend. And when she says that to Van, when she says she's decided to stay, he has a look on his face that was pretty much exactly the same as my look. Like this is really not a good idea for you. <laughs> Right. I mean, thanks, but you sure? Really? Right. Really? And are you going to change your mind? <laughs> yeah, it just looks like, okay. Right. I just not. But and she of had course, a- she gave the reason that we
2: yes. didn't want to hear, which was, this is my place now. This is where I'm needed.
1: Let's uh. try to live with that. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> She had a very nice chat with Violet, but you know what? If you're telling your boyfriend problems to Violet, probably you need to stand back and take a good long look at your life. Right. Um, her boyfriend. Although it did nice. mean a
2: lot to Violet. That it really did. That really she did. kind of Mandy. Yes. Talk to her like a friend to a
1: friend. Yes. And, and that, that, that was yeah. meaningful. Not everything is perfect. Even when it looks that way. Right. Um, not even in us, most especially Julian, but uh and Harrison. Oh. Mm. At, are we supposed to believe that nobody had thought about giving Harrison noise canceling headphones and sunglasses before the kid? Right,
2: before age. Wouldn't that did be it. like
1: Mandy's job? Right. Maybe maybe they should let Mandy go and hire that kid. <laughs> he would probably be a really good, give really good advice to all of those roommates. Although, oh, although, let's take a bus and go to the gym where the porn star works out and ask her to come to a party. Yeah, that that's a 10-year-old. Advice. <laughs> <laughs> but he knew how to get Harrison out of the house, which Mandy yeah. hasn't seemed to do. So right. seriously, that seems like to me like that's the first thing you would go for. Mm-hmm. But... Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also that, that, I mean, he had needed all that stuff to go out of the house, but the loud, loud music in the Zuma place bothered him not at all. Right. That seems unlikely. That was just, well, he had the, he had his eyes on the prize, I (laughs) guess, but I don't think it works that way. I don't think sensory sensitivities work that way. Right. I don't know. That was all. And just that you just knew where it was going when that woman kept looking at them and kept looking at AJ and I thought, Oh right. lady, just focus on your exercise. That was right. all all just heartbreaking the way that went down. And, you know, you can't blame his mom, even though it was AJ's fault and right. his idea yeah. still. That's sad. Yeah. And, you know, boo. And, and and also makes me think, are we just going to keep going back and forth this friendship? Or is this I don't know, Are we because never at see that kid the, again? The at the end thing? of the
2: episode, Harrison was trying to reach A.J. by walkie-talkie, yes. and he wasn't right. he was not getting an answer, so that seemed to me but, to indicate mom took away his walkie-talkie.
1: Yeah, here. but unless one or the other of them moves out of the building. Moves out
2: of the building, yeah.
1: Eh, sad situation. Very sad. And uh, Jack had a pretty good episode, though. I don't know what that lady's story is but mm-hmm. she's nice to him anyway. And she doesn't, she's not just nice to him. She encourages him to do the things he should do. He's right. like, she's like a, she's like a dating coach. You know? Right. So, she's the one he's dating, but she's like, don't you want to ask me a question? You know? <laughs> right. So would have liked her to, him to ask a little more about her. Cause I'm curious, but okay. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully she has only good intentions, but yeah. Uh, that was sort of amusing seeing him maneuver through that, uh-huh. um, and also see him so like terribly, terribly not do a good job asking people at work.
2: <laughs> right when he was trying to get his plus one, he first yes. tries his his like coding partner, and yeah, and the, he was willing to, but like. But once he found out the party was in three hours, then oh
1: well, (laughs) and really, dude, you made the right choice. Not really how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It seems weird to just tell him he has to bring a plus one without giving him any guidance as to how to do that. But I guess that's the stage he's in. Right, It's to make his own decisions. I liked the they. They mentioned once before that these three roommates have all known each other since preschool. And Mm -hmm. that was mentioned again this time. We've known each other since preschool, but we're not friends, something like that. (laughs) Right. But that reminds me so much of my son's schooling, especially is it just you go through all all through school in these special ed classrooms with the same kids. It's just the same bunch. He's still socializing with the same people he went to school with all through school. Mm -hmm. And you just then, you know, social things we've done have all been with people from that class in school. So you do, you know, if there was going to be an apartment situation. right? That's exactly what it would be. It would be mm-hmm. the people who were in your class in school right. and your, your parents got friendly with and then put you together all the time. So right. um, that was a nice little familiar touch for me.
2: I wonder what the deal is with Harrison's Yes, we have heard reference to them. Well, no, there was one message, one reference to a sister, I think.
1: And there was at the very beginning, there was something like, I think Jack probably said to Harrison, "I know your parents are paying for most of this, or something like that." So they clearly have, I guess, money, but not time. It seems weird that they're not there, that they're and and barely mentioned. Mm -hmm. Since, you know, we have so much family storyline with Jack and Violet. So that should be a story. The, the lack of family should be a story. Yeah. And maybe it will be. Maybe now that we can stop focusing on Mooney Mandy, we can just. <laughs> oh, She's going to keep we getting messages gonna... from her boyfriend. Right. I mean, she That's took not... out an apartment. I mean, he's got a he's got a he's got a point. Right. They committed on an apartment. She took the internship. Stop this. Is she just not confident enough in herself is this just more comfortable is that it seems like she doesn't really want to do it and she is using the roommates as an excuse mm-hmm. uh, i hope that's it because that's right. a little that's a little less noble self-sacrifice right it's just maybe she doesn't think she can do it maybe she doesn't want to commit that much to move someplace else with somebody and to perhaps she will come to that realization but right um meanwhile oh, okay Mm-hmm. I share Van's uh, possible misgivings. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he wins her a giant unicorn, she'll stay for good. <sighs> oh, man. So that was, you know, some good points, but some really sad ones also. Yeah. So. Definitely. Which is
2: you I know, guess. kind of what we're learning to expect from that's right i would say
1: that party also looked like parties i've been to (laughs) yeah i
2: know sweet douglas from the (laughs) drama club was there (laughs) you know how to get a party hopping you got to give him that i know violet did not appreciate his attempts
1: to (laughs) play music (laughs) oh my Um, well at least nobody died at the end of this one <laughs> yes oh my
2: so let's let's move to the gilded age oh, the gilded this, age episode it's a rough three. time it's a rough time face the music so this was as the fug girls put it like big short uh-huh. 1880 edition or whatever <laughs> because you had to it was kind of a convoluted thing with like the stock in George Russell's company and right. the, the alderman of the city and passing a law so he could build a railroad station and blah, blah, blah. Um, so the end result, as you mentioned, was that he kind of... Basically took all their money (laughs) or he caused them to lose their
1: their I don't really understand all of that because I thought they bought when it was low and then they approved the thing and the stock went up and they sold and then they were gonna wait, they were gonna cancel the law and wait for it to go back down and then buy some more. But wouldn't they have gotten their money back in more when they sold it? I but I I guess they were leveraging it. So maybe they don't get that money or something. But in any way, entire fortunes lost because George Russell is a mean, mean man.
2: Right. And because and because their wives, these aldermen's wives were mean to his wife. Exactly. Big piece.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I loved that. I mean, I loved that scene when Mrs. Morris comes just being her nice, pleasant self to ask Bertha Russell if she won't do them this little favor of not destroying them. Right. And Bertha says, was she says, you have to deposit some money before you can write a check or mm-hmm. something to that effect. And it's like, right. oh, burn. And I'm like going to use too that. Too late, friend. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Uh, let me, I'm trying to think what it is that you did for me that now you need a favor, you know, deserve a favor back. What right. could it be? Mm-hmm. So they squashed the Morrises like a bug. And in the end, Mr. Morris, you know, we hear a shotgun from the room in which he is in. And so.
2: Which, you know, I get that he was desperate, um, and just feeling, you know, he's, I I knew that he was going to do that, but just by the way, he was like, I love you so much, you know, to his wife and then
1: goodbye.
2: Um, but, uh. How does him not being alive solve their financial problems? Doesn't it make them worse?
1: Right. I guess he humiliated himself as much as he felt he could humiliate himself. And when that didn't work, he just didn't want what was coming next. Mm -hmm. He wanted his wife to face it by herself. Nice guy. Yeah, thanks. You know, I, I guess one could say that Russell should have once the guy humiliated himself by kneeling. Maybe let them off the hook a little bit, but I do not feel sorry for the Morrises at all. Uh They were indeed awful to Bertha, and also he's an alderman who made a decision based on a way to make himself money. He took basically took bribes to do things. He's not a good dude, right? You know. And if he just says, "Gee, (laughs) why don't you forgive me and then let me have all my money back?" Well, no. Yeah. You are yeah. not a good guy here in this scenario. Russell may be know. a worse guy, but you are not a good guy. Or, so I don't know. I wonder what the social repercussions yeah, are of we'll having driven out. somebody into penury and death. If that's yeah. going to, you know, that's not going to impress the people you want to impress you. <laughs> um, but yes. sure as hell to be afraid of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to double cross them again. Although they may have to try to find other ways to take them down. Yeah. Oh, but you know, I did really like, again, you know, the power coupleness of it, that he wants to do this thing to punish these guys, but it could put their fortunate risk. And she is like I, all along been so determined to make it amongst these rich people. And so into the big house and the big ballroom and the waiting to, you know, have her daughter come out until they have the right kind of people there and all of that. But she just like doesn't hesitate in saying, You've made it before, you'll made it again, make it again. Right. And the second time yeah. I think she said, We made it before, we'll make it again. So it's like she's re- she's whatever he wants to do in this regard.
0: Uh-huh. She is
1: not twittering around like one of those otherwise we go, Yeah, but we wouldn't want to sacrifice our place and fortune. Uh-huh. It's like, do it, burn it down. Right. So, <laughs> and so he did. Yeah. I like that about them. Mm -hmm. So take that. So I mean, oh gosh. She's she is so so awful. She's so trying it. He is. And he knows she's trying it. Mm -hmm. And he's just he's not encouraging it. Right. Just you know, uh, it's a thing that's there, like the flowers in the hall. Right. So hopefully he will never. Anyway, I like yeah. them. I like I like George and Bertha. <laughs> Don't mess it up, George. Because exactly. I really probably wouldn't want to cross her. So, <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> I think Bertha's got some game as well there, man. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Not as much power as you, perhaps, but I would right. watch out.
2: <laughs> but a lot more than the maid has. Yes.
1: I think the maid should de- she can definitely take the maid. Yeah. So... One hundred percent. Yeah, and then let's see. Now we, we had, had... Marion.
2: Um, was received a proposal from the Pennsylvania lawyer, and <laughs> she was so taken aback that she basically didn't say yes, no, maybe, right. or I'll tell you later. She just sort of like
1: gaped <laughs> at him, and then yes. he. <laughs> Well, he took no answer as an answer because it was better than no. So I think he just got himself out of there before she got over the shock. (laughs)
2: Let me just walk away. (laughs) So, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't know where this is going because like she seems they're making it seem like she kind of likes him, but she also knows that her aunts don't want her to marry him, but then like, why not? Because it's not like he's, in the poorhouse, either. I mean, he's just a because, shyster, yeah. Catherine. Just because he has to work for a living, and it's not—it's <laughs> not uh old money. is the is yeah. the big
1: problem. Yeah, well,
2: but I would think you know, Agnes could just be like, okay, well, go marry him, and then you're not in my house eating yes. my food, right? <laughs> Right. And going to my dressmaker and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose she
1: reflects on her. It's right. It's the status for sure. So. Yes. Well, she is quite good at squashing would-be suitors like a Ooh. bug. So yes, we saw that. Yeah. Hey, I Bill know. Irwin. I guess we're not going to be seeing you again. But interesting whiskers, there, man. I hope somebody mm-hmm. glued those on you, and you didn't have to grow them yourselves. <laughs> yourself. But uh, yeah, that was that was extremely sad. Right. Um, a man. They from- were.
2: From Ada's past who resurfaced and then quickly
1: vanished when he when learned that she did not have yes. any to her name. Okay, bye. Mrs. Van Rijn, true to her saying, I always know things. I always get it right, was indeed right. Because right. the moment she said, I know you want her for money. She doesn't have any money. If she leaves this house, she's, you know. On her own, and he just scuttled out of there like the rat he is. He could not get out of there fast (laughs) enough. Holy cow. That is so sad. Uh, Not even stay for a little just pretend for a little while, buddy. Can you? Oh, so sad. And then poor Peggy finally gets to talk to a publisher about publishing her stories, and of course. They're perfectly willing to, as long as she signs away all rights to them and then never says that she wrote them and (laughs) pretends that she is a white person. Yeah. And not going to work. Nope. And that, that editor wants to be so much, to be a good guy and be saying like, this is just the way we have to do it. You know, I'm giving Uh you money. I'm doing all these nice things. And she's like, um, I can't say the word that she's saying really (laughs) any more than she can. But right. in the words of The Good Place, fork you, man. Yeah. So uh, she does not sell her stories. And then she wonders if she should have. And uh, meanwhile, her of course, Marion her- is like, no, don't, you shouldn't <laughs> have. You did the right thing. Start a magazine, Marion, and then you can talk. <laughs> but her, she is, of course, Peggy has also seen her father, who has predicted exactly this to happen. Uh-huh. And so that makes it all the more excruciating. Right. To have to admit that your father was right. Yeah. No. Final insult. Yeah. And, it's uh, terrible. yeah. And some little downstairs action between the, uh, what is that young man?
2: Oh, I think he's some kind of footman.
1: Yes. Well, he made. has something to do with serving dinner because the, Guy's going to have to serve dinner alone if he goes out to the, the Magic Lantern yeah, show. Yeah, I think that's still
2: considered okay. a
1: flip-in. Some young fella in service and the cute little young maid. Irish maid. Yes. Irish maid that he has his eye on and takes her to the movies and wants very badly to take her for ice cream after. But she's all, nope, nope, nope. Got to get back before the curfew. Got to get back before the curfew. Rather the same way that Marion will probably deal with her lawyer beau. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sorry, got to go. Gotta go. We go. <laughs> but, 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 won't you marry me? Gotta go. <sighs> I have to feed say the dog. <laughs> That's right. <yeah. laughs> oh, dear. I, you know, that was fine. I worry about any possible story that could involve the two of them not being pleasant.
2: The so, two, the, the two downstairs events. folks, mm-hmm.
1: you know, and I hope that will not be, I hope they will just lightly joust whilst in the kitchen and not have any unfortunate events. But I like her was very worried about her getting home in time. So I hope we assume that they did.
2: Yes, I think so. And I also think that the, the Butler, um, it seems like a pretty reasonable dude. Um, So I think, I think
1: it'll be okay. I hope so because she seems very nice very cute very sweet and he seems fine yes he also does but you know what sometimes she's just not that into you man um or maybe she is and she's just not wanting to deal with it right now but we'll see i suppose we'll see yeah because there's so few plots going at any one time on this show (laughs) that i'm sure we can get back to the help (laughs) oh dear golly We'll see why And plus, on top of it all, Clara Barton. Yes.
2: (laughs) Hey, Clara Barton. In the continuing effort to be like, hey, there are real people living at this time. Yes. Here's one of them. And she's gonna mention some presidents and yeah.
1: Yes. Just you could just just put a crawl on the bottom of the screen. That would be just (laughs) fine. We don't really need all this stuff.
2: Exactly. Hi. Well, we'll we'll carry on. With yes, these two um, next week, as we see it, is episode five, and it's called "Ever Had an Edible." <laughs> Yikes! So that could be entertaining or
1: terrible. This involves Julian, but maybe not.
2: Well, yeah, we'll find out. And on Gilded Age, we are up to episode four, and it is called "A Long Ladder."
1: Hmm. Okay, somebody's uh, introducing a window washer. Is a new character <laughs> maybe? Very top windows there at uh, Russell Industries need yeah. a good polish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure Let's that's see. It. We'll see.
2: But that's going to be it for our round two today. Please subscribe to our Parenting Radabout podcast so you won't miss any of our episodes. We have something new for you every weekday. As always, you can find recaps, links, and an opportunity to comment on our website at parentingradabout.com. Bye, Terry.
1: Bye, Catherine.
2: Bye, everyone.